hello, I'm Sushant Singh, a senior fellow at the Center for Policy Research at, in India, and I'm talking to Taylor Frevel, a professor at, at MIT. Uh, and, and the topic we are talking about today is the China-India crisis, which just manifested itself on the border and where a disengagement has taken place now. As many of you might be aware, you know, some of the most toughest portions where the Indian and Chinese uh, soldiers were facing each other for last nine months, they have started withdrawing from there. Uh, but they have not really gone back to their old bases. They still continue to remain there. And in three or four other places on the border, that is in Pangong, uh, that is in uh, Depsang, in Demchok, as well as in Gogra Hot Springs, uh, the friction points still remain, and the soldiers continue to remain where where, where they were where they were earlier. So, ta so Taylor, to start with, uh, firstly, welcome to this uh, podcast. What Great do you me. Uh, what do you make of the situation on the China-India border as of now? So I. As you noted, Shushan, there's been a military disengagement on the, the northern and southern banks of uh, Pangong Lake. And of course, that was where you had large numbers of troops uh, deployed in close proximity to each other in a situation that had a, a real risk of military escalation. And so uh, I like to describe this as a military disengagement, um, but it's definitely not a political settlement or really even a, a political uh, agreement about how to move forward uh, in the territorial dispute between the two countries. So tell us some of the questions that have been raised about this disengagement uh, in India particularly have been that this does not in any way restore the status quo ante uh, as before the crisis began as of April 2020 or May 2020. Uh, this is a new status quo that is being created, uh, which is equally unfavorable to both India and China. Uh, and the second criticism which has come in India is that India's leverage on the southern bank of Pangong, that is in the Kailash range, has been uh, has been given up for the northern bank of Pangong, whereas other areas still remain. How do you see it? Well, um, obviously, it's a very challenging uh, situation, but I think the most dangerous situation was uh, around Pangong Lake. Uh, and so to find a way to reduce the risk of escalation, uh, I think, was very important. And so uh, in that sense, I think it's a very positive development. Clearly, uh, right, as I mentioned a moment ago, it's not a political agreement. And as you note, it may even be a new status quo of sorts uh, when compared with the situation almost uh, one uh, year ago. But nevertheless, I think at least if I were to focus on the positive elements, it would be the risk of, of military escalation has been greatly reduced. And through the creation of uh, these, this buffer zone, which I think mirrors the buffer zone a little bit in the Gaowan Valley, you may have, at least for a time being, re reduced the potential for the situation to reignite because uh, patrols are now not going to be able to encounter each other. And I think at least in, in the short to medium term, to bring some stability back to the, to the border, that is a positive development. But as you know, right, there are... Uh, other areas uh, where, where the status quo certainly has not been restored with respect to a year ago. There are areas uh, where there are uh, Chinese and Indian troops uh, relatively close to each other, but not, I, I think, at, at the scale at which they are or, or at which they were in the Pongal uh, Lake area. So it would appear, right, based upon the most recent call uh, between the two foreign ministers, that there is now momentum uh, to sort of uh, move forward. And that may not bring about a complete restoration of the status quo ante, but I think it does bring about a, a new stability when uh, the situation was quite unstable for the past nine months. 
Yeah, um, tell, tell her, you know, some of the things that, that we see again, uh, in, uh, unlike the 2017 Doklam crisis between India and China, again on a border area, at that time bordering Bhutan, uh, was, the narrative, was the very strident Chinese narrative which had come, come through the, during the crisis was on. But in this case, uh, the Chinese were rather quiet when the crisis was on, they, was, they were very measured in their tone. But once the disengagement started early in early February, you know, the narrative that has come from the Chinese side has been really strident, really aggressive. They put out videos, they put out stories, they've, you know, they've, they've given awards to the to, to four of their soldiers who had died. You know, what do you make of this? Why have the Chinese now done this? So it's a great question. In Doklam in 2017, I think China, China's narrative was quite strident during the crisis because they believe that India had crossed a line it had never crossed before, namely the international boundary in the area. So I think that was an issue over which China really wanted to signal it, uh, its resolve and, and its importance of addressing. In, in this uh, more recent situation, I think even after the deaths in the Gowan Valley uh, last June, China did take a pretty uh, measured approach in its public statements until uh, this military disengagement had been reached. And so I take that as a sign um, of a couple of things. First, I think uh, China does have a public opinion, even if it's not a democracy. And so I think there, there was some sense that they had to uh, put out a narrative once the crisis had been uh, resolved or at least stabilized in order uh, to tell the, uh, quote, Chinese side of the story. But I would also perhaps not overstate the, the, the degree of the change in the narrative. In other words, I think what China has been doing has been focusing on uh, pushing this narrative through some of its uh, social media channels, such as Weixin um, or, or Weibo. Uh, but if you look at uh, official statements, um, apart from those that were made on the yeah, day, yeah, yeah, Taylor, yeah, yeah, that just were announced that that they that the official statements have taken. A yeah, Taylor, 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 we are we're just running out of time. Thank you so much for this oh, conversation. Thank it was you. Wonderful. That was thank a fast you, six minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs>